one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Exciting news from the CMA Awards, new music from Cody Johnson, and an interview with George Burge. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of November 6, This week's episode of the All Country News Podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments, the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off with the most exciting news of the week, and that is that the CMAs have announced their second round of performances, which include so many incredible artists, including Kelsey Ballerini, Kenny Chesney, Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Jordan Davis, Alan Jackson, Post Malone, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's going to be a very star-studded night. You are not going to want to miss out on it. It'll be hosted by Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning, and it will broadcast live from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville this Wednesday, November 8th, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on ABC, and will be available to watch next day on Hulu. As if that wasn't already exciting enough, our very own Bobby Dixon will be there and she will have all the interviews with the celebrities, all of the exciting behind the stage access. So make sure you stay tuned for next week's episode because you are not going to want to miss out on all the details. Morgan Wallen was recently a groomsman at Back to Back Weddings and was dressed to the nines. All the footage is up now on allcountrynews.com. Make sure you check it out. Chase Beckham made his Opry debut and introduced a new song, Whiskey on the Wall, which is absolutely incredible. And I absolutely love an Opry debut. It's so special. It's such a pivotal moment in a country musician's career and he absolutely slayed it head over to our site now to check out all the footage congratulations are in order for toby keith whose song don't let the old man in has topped country radio charts as the most added song 57 first week ads which is pretty incredible and it's all due to the fans breathing new life into this track which was released in 2018 after Keith's viral performance of the People's Choice Country Awards last month, where he was honored as their country icon. Now, I think this is really incredible. This isn't the only song right now that is doing this. Also, Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer, which was released several albums ago back on her Lover album, that also skyrocketed to like number one. So it's really incredible. And I think, honestly, this is going to change the game Artists will now realize that, hey, maybe a song that they thought had missed its time could come back around. And I think that's really special. You know, 
artists, they release albums, they release singles. If the singles don't do well, then record labels stop pushing them. They move on to the next thing. But maybe, just maybe, these songs can have a new life you know, one year later, five years later, 10 years later even. And I think it's going to change the music industry as we know it. And I think it's so special. And I just have to say another congratulations to Mr. Toby Keith, because I think this is absolutely stellar. I have very exciting news for all my Bailey Zimmerman and Jonas Brothers fans. They recently took to social media to announce that they will be collabing, and I am absolutely here for this. First of all, all their vocals together, absolutely insane. The song will be called Strong Enough and will be out November 10th. So you know that I will be discussing that on next week's episode because it will be a must listen for the week. Scotty McCreary recently announced that he has listened to fans. They want to hear his deep vocals on a track and he has now promised that to all of us. He'll be releasing his new song, Slow Dance, off of his next project. It's a tender love ballad and is totally classic country. Make sure you head to his Instagram page now to check out a sneak peek. We've got an exciting release for you from Tyler Thompson. His new track is titled Love Find You. It's a really great track about the challenges of the journey of love, and it's definitely a must listen for this week. Make sure you check it out. We have the full rundown up on allcountrynews.com now. By the time you're listening to this, we will have an epic collaboration from two of country's biggest living legends, and that is Mr. Garth Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. They joined forces for a new track that is absolutely insane. It's called Rodeo Man, and it is a must-listen This track is absolutely incredible, and it will also be featured on Garth's new album, Time Traveler, which will feature 10 tracks and will be part of an incredible seven-disc box set called The Limited Series. And you just have to pre-order this now. It's obviously going to be one of the most important purchases of this year. But do me a favor, before you do that, make sure you listen to this track. It's absolutely killer. Let's get to some new music this week. Cody Johnson is showing off his Texas flair in his latest album, Leather. Now, every track is really great, but if I had to pick one that truly speaks to me, I love The Painter. Also, another really great track is Watching My Old Flame. Jason Aldean released his new album. It's titled Highway Desperado, and it pays tribute to his life out on the road. Make sure you give it a listen. This next release I'm so excited about. It's an artist who I have come to know over the last few years. She's absolutely incredible. Her name is Carly Scott Collins, and she just released her latest track, Heavy Metal, which is country music storytelling at its finest. And I think one of the really great things about country music is sometimes you're listening to a song and you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to the artist. But really, they have gotten inspiration from a friend. I know Taylor Swift is also another artist who is really good at doing that. And that is what the case is here with Carly's song. It's all about how that wedding ring can start to feel really heavy 
when things start going poorly in a relationship. And I think it's such a clever play on words. And not only that, but Carly's just an incredible artist. Her vocals are insane. Make sure you check this one out. It's definitely a must listen for the week. Cameron Marlowe released his next track. It's called Tennessee Don't Mine. And it is soulful country at its finest. I'm a big fan of Cameron. I think he is one of the best up and coming artists we have in this genre. I don't even know if I can really call him an upcoming artist anymore. I mean, he's here, he's arrived. I feel like he's already done so much, but this song is really great. It's very introspective and really just talks about the push and pull of dreams and being in Nashville. And I think that is really special and something a lot of upcoming artists can definitely relate to. And honestly, just anyone coming up in any industry trying to break through. So definitely give this one a listen. Noah Silver released his new track. It's called Crazy One and it captures fast-paced love. And the song is fast-paced itself. It is definitely country. The vocal on this is classic country through and through, but still has an upbeat production to it for all of my country pop lovers out there. Make sure you check this one out. Connor Smith gives us a taste of his debut album with title track Smoky Mountains. And I have to say, this is definitely one of my favorite releases this week. I love the production and the vibe of this song. It is very like true country through and through, but lots of like great country instrumentals, you know, that big kind of not even necessarily like honky tonk feel, just kind of like at a tailgate with your friends, you know, in a field kind of feeling and I absolutely love that. This is definitely a must listen for the week so make sure you check this one out. Country riser Griffin Palmer grapples with heartache in his bright new track Heart of X's and this one is so great. It is country writing at its finest. He is another incredible up-and-coming artist to watch out for so make sure you check this one out and check out the rest of his catalog. This guy is insane. Becca Bowen has released her latest single, County Line, and it's all about leaving your hometown and chasing down those dreams. It's very soft production, very sweet. It's definitely another must-listen for the week. Carolyn Marie released her new song, Casualty. It is a haunting tale of love and tragedy and even draws inspiration from the legendary Kennedy Curse. And that is what songwriting is all about, telling a story. So this is definitely one you'll want to listen to this week. Corey Kent released his new track, You Know, and this one is showing us his softer side, which I am totally here for. Don't get me wrong, I love an upbeat country song, but I love the slower ones too. Make sure you check this one out. You're definitely going to want to add this to your weekly playlist. Lauren Watkins released her new EP. It's titled Introducing the Heartbreak. It's only got four tracks, but they are all absolutely spectacular. 
So since it's so small, that means you got to listen to them all, right? But if I had to pick a favorite, definitely Cowboy on Music Row. It features another one of my favorite new artists right now. Her name is Carter Faith. And together, they absolutely slay this song. Another must-listen for the week. Muscadine Bloodline shows off their creativity in their two new tracks, which are absolutely killer. One is called Way Houser Land, and the other is Low Hanging Fruit. They are both going to have you up on your feet you know, toe-tapping kind of songs. So good. Both of them are giving me total Yellowstone vibes. So I'm, for one, hoping that one of these makes it on the next season of the show or the next one after. That's how good it is. Make sure you check them both out. You can listen to all the new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Zach Top with his official bad luck music video and it is so great old school kind of 70s style country through and through look and it involves card games some pool and some other types of shenanigans I'm sure you guess where this one is going it's a super fun watch make sure you check it out you can look that up on allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media and now I'm so excited to throw it to Bobby Dixon and George Burge but I want to talk with you about your love of Jacobas and why that's just such like a good brand for you to represent. Yeah. So um, I'm born and raised in Austin, Texas. And so is Tecovas. And um, they supported me early, early on in my career before I had a bunch of stuff going on. They were believers in me and were outfitting me and um, supporting me in shows and stuff. And um, we've both had a pretty massive growth in our brand over the last few years. So it's been pretty fun to scale with those guys. And um, they've been huge supporters and amazing sponsors. And, you know, I'm a country guy. I grew up in Texas. I grew up wearing cowboy boots to school. I mean, it was just, you know, it's always been part of my life. And so the co-brand was really great. And, you know, uh, the hat kind of gives me, it's a country hat, uh, you know, but I don't have to wear a cowboy hat all the time, which makes it a little bit easier. So it's a nice middle ground for me. I love it. Yes. For Christmas, I got the ostrich white ones. Uh, so those are my favorite Ooh, to wear. You wear you're them. Be dangerous stage, in those things. <laughs> I know, but my feet. I've got. I feel like I've gotten so old. My feet can't take it anymore. Do you have a fair, like a go-to pair of Jacobas that are almost worn out? Uh, they're all worn out. Yeah. You know, I have. Um, I have basically every boot they make. Uh, so I. I wear a different pair most nights. My Cayman that I wear are um, are my road worn ones. They're tough and they can take a beating. They can take some spilled beer or a, or a scrape on a sidewalk or stuff like that. But uh, the ones that uh, that I kind of are my prized ones are my uh, my winter python ones. The white pythons are are pretty wild. Those are just for like the Grand Ole Opry or something yeah. special, you know. <laughs> I love it. So Austin, <laughs> Texas, one of my favorite places for barbecue. When I go back later this year, where's somewhere that I have to stop for barbecue that maybe not everybody knows about? So I am a barbecue fiend. That's like my favorite thing in the world. Um, it's kind of in your veins when you grow up in Texas. And um, the indisputed, you know, world champ for brisket is Aaron Franklin, Franklin's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's gotten so popular that if you want to have lunch there, you have to get there at about 9 a.m. And it becomes almost a tailgating thing. You bring a cooler and some beer and you sit on your cooler in line until they open. And they because they only sell until they sell out. And mm-hmm. so it's like you're, you're getting there as soon as you can, just trying to get a spot 
spot. Um, but a place that does it nearly as well uh, that you can walk straight into and have lunch at is a place called Terry Black's Barbecue. And they got my favorite beer, Shiner Bach, on tap. They got great Texas brisket, and you can get some mac and cheese while you're at it. You set me up with that. I'm a happy guy. I need a nap afterwards, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm also a giant barbecue fan. When we were visiting my family, we had something called a Texas Twinkie. Have you had that yet? No, it sounds amazing. Apparently, it? It's like a jalapeno stuffed with brisket and cream cheese and bacon, and then they deep fry it. I'm firing it up this weekend then. Perfect. I, so next time we see you on the that. road, I'm just going to bring you like a to-go container of Texas Twinkies. And, but we'll save that till after the show. <laughs> I was going to say when my shirt's fitting a little tighter on tour, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One of my favorite things though, about you on your Instagram, you kind of describe yourself as golfing, grilling, songwriting, and singing. Why are those kind of your four pillars? You know, it's just my favorite things in the world to do. I'm blessed to get to call this a job, but I know how lucky I am to be, you know, singing country music and writing country music for a living. And it's something that I've dreamed about my whole life. So it is a big part of my identity. But also, like when I'm not on stage or creating music, like my favorite things to do are get away on the golf course um, with my buddies. You know, it's kind of just a little bit of quiet time in nature, but you can also cut up a little bit and have a couple beers. And then I got two little boys now, a four year old and a six year old. And my oldest is just old enough to start playing nine holes with me. And that's like really special father son time for me to get to take him out on the golf course. And then grilling, that's just like, like it's my thing, you know, um, I've got a really great, uh, partnership with Traeger grills and, um, they've set me up with some amazing equipment. And so I got an awesome, you know, top of the line smoker rig in my backyard. So whenever I've got a little bit of time, I'm either throwing on a brisket or a pork butt or, a or trying something new, but you know, I love rolling smoke, cracking a beer, putting football on, hanging with the family. Um, I, we travel so much for a living, you know, um, new cities every night playing for crowds and meeting new people that when I'm home, I love to just slow it down a little bit and kick my feet up in the backyard and, and, uh, and just watch smoke roll and hang out. So it's, uh, that's that grilling part of it. It's a big part of my life too. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I got my dad a Traeger for his retirement early this earlier this summer, but I really got it for me because living, you know, I was like living <laughs> in the city, not having room for a Traeger. I was like, Oh, if I get this for dad, maybe then like, it'll give me an excuse to come over and grill with him as well. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to cook for you, dad. That's all. You know, I just wanted to take care of you. <laughs> exactly. So Taylor Swift has been top of mind in the news. She's bringing like a whole new era of people into football. But in honor of Taylor Swift, what era do you feel like you are in in your career right now? And it doesn't necessarily have to be one of the eras she has already claimed. <laughs> I think that I'm in my unapologetic era right now. Um, I think it's the first time I'm like comfortable in my own skin. Um, when I moved to Nashville, I had a lot of heat on me. I'd gotten a record deal right out of Texas and things kind of took off like a rocket. But I had this little bit of a sense of imposter syndrome and that I had just come to town. I Like I'm with all these people that I had like dreamed about meeting or that I'd listened to on the radio or seen on TV. And I'm like, do I belong here? Am I like, what's going on? And, and I think that it, because of that, it was really hard for me to say no to, you know, like record label and A&R and people that had opinions of like who I should be or what I should sound like or what I should do. And, you know, this, this record label wants to invest a million dollars in me. How do I tell them that I don't want to cut that song or I don't want to wear that jacket or I don't want to be that guy? And it was really hard for me. And um, because of that, I ended up making some missteps and doing some stuff that I wasn't necessarily like proud of as an artist. 
And um, it took me a minute in this town to kind of figure out what my voice was, what I wanted to say and who I wanted to be. And I think in the last two and a half years, I've gotten a chance to really dig in and just, you know, be able to say no and be able to say, you're either going to do it with me or you're not going to be a part of it. And, and that has been the most powerful thing I've ever done because now I'm creating art that like I'm genuinely proud of. And I've got people around me with a similar vision. And, um, and then the fans, like they, country fans are so good at, at sniffing out what's authentic and what's not and the for the first time that i've been true to myself is the first time i've really had music absolutely blow up and take a new life that i never um, imagined it could and so that's been super gratifying to just see like the first time i was brave enough to be myself was the first time that we've had things take off like a rocket ship so this is my uh this is my me era i love it so i also know last time i talked to you you told me a really awesome story about your relationship with clay walker so Talk to me about how that has kind of evolved since, you know, in him really encouraging you to take that next step. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like anytime you get an endorsement or like a nod of confidence from somebody that you idolize or somebody that you like put up on a pedestal, it just kind of gives you that confidence to say like, Hey, like I can do this. I deserve to be here. Like I need to believe in myself. If Clay Walker believes in me, I need to believe in myself. And he was that for me, you know, and, and he also uh, was a big influence on me and, and had a big impact on my sound. And um, he, we had a lot of conversations about what live shows look like and how to entertain a crowd and how to pick songs for a record and how to, you know, create a 10 year plan of growth and like um, how to evolve as an artist. And, you know, it, it's nice to have somebody that's been through all that stuff as a sounding board to kind of give you some guidance and uh, help you dodge some of the landmines that are out there so i'm very thankful for him taking me under his wing believing in me cutting some of the songs that i wrote with him and and then also just being kind of a mentor and uh, a guide for me i love that so i'm sure you've already looked but the media-based country charts are out this week and my friend you're about to crack the top 10 you're sitting at number 12 with mind on you so congratulations that is a crazy massive, massive deal so why are you so excited that this is the song that's kind of doing that for you on country radio? I think, you know, like I was touching on, it's just, it's the first time, like, I feel like I know who I am. It's the first time it's my voice. It's the first time that I'm really proud of the song and feel like I own it. And, you know, we've been playing it for a year on stage and I still get excited to play it every night in front of fans and um, to have people connect with it um, makes it that much more gratifying. Just knowing that, I don't have to pretend to be somebody for other people to like me. And that's, <laughs> let me tell you, that is a very empowering feeling. And um, it, it's just, it, you dream your whole life about it, right? Like I fell in love with country music because of the radio, because I was listening to it with my dad. And like, we bonded over that and the storytelling. And like, you think about having stars in your eyes as a kid, listen to all these people that you thought were giants on the radio. And then to be like, thrown into that mix uh it's surreal it's it's the coolest and so um i still have my my mom and dad text me every time they hear it on the radio in austin which is about three times a day now and my little sister and all my friends across the country and you know you'd think it'd get old but it doesn't it's like i keep texting me i love it it's the best so <laughs> you're like i just I, you know you're like pump me yeah, up, pump send me it. up. Yeah. come on we need it um <laughs> It's just a, it's amazing validation um, for a lifetime of work. And um, it's fun because it's, it's really looking like it might go the full distance. And that's, um, you know, what else could you ask for? It's, it's really, really special. I love it. Why do you think fans connect with it so much? 
I, you know, that's such a great question. You never know um, when you put a song out in the wild, like what the reception is going to be like, you know, how you feel about it and how it moves you. But music is so subjective and people all interpret it differently and it lands different and means different things to other people. But I think the biggest part of it is it's just, it's honest. It's a song that I wrote about the way I felt about my wife the first time I met her. Like I, she was all I could think about. It was like all consuming. It was like the rest of the world shut off. And literally the only thing I think about is her. And she still has that effect on me. But I think people can relate to that. It's that almost like, trance-like version obsession version of love it's like i've got my mind on you it's you're everything i think about every hour of the day and uh, i think we've all been through that with somebody or or in that with somebody and i think that's kind of how people are connecting with it in their own lives no i love it i love how you were able to take this very acute moment in somebody's thoughts or lives and completely blow it up and make it so universal so i think for me like that's my favorite part how do your boys like the song they, I feel like they, your children are probably like the ultimate critics. They're my super fans, my little mini me's. It's uh, it's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world, you know. Uh, I'm on the road all the time now, which is tough because I miss them like crazy while I'm gone. But my wife will send me videos when they hear it on the radio. They're singing it in the back seat at the top of their lungs, and they got to come to the Grand Ole Opry the other night with me and and stand side stage while we played it. And you know, my little backup singers over there. So I think they're just getting old enough to like understand what Dad's getting to do is pretty cool. Um, I uh, I played the other night. I played in an arena on a Sunday night. And then I came back and played a kindergarten classroom on Monday afternoon. <laughs> so it's been a fun little uh, dynamic there, but uh, I, I'm having so much fun with my boys and my family here. And um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So talk to me about that Opry night. I loved the photos that you you shared. Your whole little family looks so sweet. I feel like that needs to be your Christmas card this year. <laughs> Deal. I agree. Me, right. Talk to me about kind of instilling those, values of hard work, you will get there to your boys. I mean, you, your boys literally got to see you live out this dream firsthand. A hundred percent. I mean, I think that's like, Kara, my wife and I talk about that a lot um, as parents is like, how do we kind of convey that to them that like anything worth having is worth working for. And um, I hope that, you know, my story can be a little bit of an inspiration for them. And I hope however they get to whatever they want to do. It's a little easier path than I had, but (laughs) it's, um, it's one of those things that uh, I'm so lucky. My wife is an amazing mom. She uh, is an amazing role model for them. And um, she has just been incredible at raising these boys. And uh, I'm on the road so much that, you know, we FaceTime every day and I try to chime in and check in on how they're doing school wise, sports wise. And then anytime I am here, um, you know, we get to be home two, three days a week if we're lucky. Um, we just try to make the time so much more intentional. You know, I try to be at T-ball, every T-ball game and every soccer game. And um, we, we we know that if because our time is so coveted, let's go do something special with it. Let's go to the zoo or let's go out to dinner or let's go make a fire in the backyard. And and so it's, it's hard being gone so much when you feel like you're missing out on these like big chunks of life. But there's also something pretty cool to the other side of that when you know that your time is limited. It's so special. And we really are able to like dig in and uh, make a lot of memories and the short time that we have every week. So that's, that's, that's the cool side of it. I love that. So let's talk about your live show a little bit. I'm begging your team to bring you up here to Chicago because that's just going to be like amazing, but it comes to mind on you. How do you keep that song fresh every night and kind of keep yourself fresh? I'm sure it gets a little redundant every night doing the same set and singing the same stuff. So how do you keep that song specifically kind of fresh every night for your fans? 
I think that it's so much easier for us to keep it fresh and to give the energy because we're getting energy back from the crowd now. You know, like I spent so many times, so many years playing to empty bars or like trying to hype myself up to go play for nobody. And when I walk on stage and there's, you know, a thousand people in the crowd now, it's like, I don't even have to try to get excited. It's like, it just, I feel so lucky that they're there and connecting with the music that, and it's a song like we talked about, you know, authentic wise, like it's a song that's true to me that I believe in. And so it's like, I don't know if I'll ever get tired of playing with playing it. It's um, I thrive off the energy that the crowds are giving back to me right now. And it makes me want to, you know, dig in and perform that much harder and put on that much better of a show. And all my guys around me too. It's like, it's the first time I've been in a position where like everybody on my team, everybody that works with me for me is a part of this project wants it as bad as I do. And like, I couldn't be in a luckier spot than that. You know, all of us do not take for granted that we get to do this uh, for a living and how blessed we are to be able to call this a job. I love it. So I'm a sucker for a duet. Luckily, you have one coming out with Ray Lynn. So talk to me about how that collab happened. Your voices together are just like chef's kiss. I, I could not believe how it turned out, if I'm being honest. Um, so I wrote the song. I felt like it was something big right like i felt like there was some weight there and i knew it was a duet but i didn't really know who to ask you know there's been so many duets in country music and so many people have already done duets or or um you know have already kind of put their name out there on something else and so i wanted to make sure it was somebody that was like true to who i was as an artist that we would align brand wise that our voices would align and um somebody had brought up raylan's name and i was like oh my gosh like why didn't i think of that and so um, I immediately went and listened to a few of her songs just to, you know, I obviously had listened to Raylan's music forever, but to just get myself in the zone to see if the voices would blend. And I was like, I think there might be something here, but I also didn't know Raylan's voice is so unique. She doesn't sound like anybody else. And I don't really sound like anybody else either. So it was like, would those blend or not? And so it was a little bit of a roll of the dice. And so I called her and I was like, Hey, I think this could be pretty special. Um, let me know what you think. And I sent her the song and she flipped out. Um, hit me back in five minutes. It was like, this is huge. I want to be a part of this. And so I sent her the song and she put a vocal on it. And I knew that she was going to crush it just because she's an incredible talent. But when I heard her voice on it for the first time, I was like jaw on the floor. It was absolutely what that song was supposed to sound like. And she completely brought it to life. And um, I feel very lucky that she said yes. And I think we're going to have some fun when this thing comes out. Yeah, I love it. So Here's the part of the interview where you get to kind of toot your own horn or pat yourself on the back a little bit. So for people that might not be familiar with you or your music, why do you feel like you're an artist that people need to know about? I think that it's just, I genuinely love what I get to do and I put everything that I have into it. Um, I think my upbringing has a lot to do with my sound. I've been in town. I've done a lot of soul searching. I've done a lot of, you know, polishing on trying to figure out who I am as a songwriter, as a person, as a dad, as everything. And I think that, you know, growing up in Austin, you've got that Texas country storytelling side of things. And then moving to Nashville, you get a lot of that like bigger rock and roll polished studio sound. And I think that my sound has kind of become a blend of that bouncing around everywhere and, and kind of bringing it all together and so um it's just it, it means a lot to me it's got heart and soul in it and um it's uh it's something that i think is worth a listen this week's episode of the all country news podcast is brought to you by good sentiments the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now good sentiments 
That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.